Lectio Divina is a contemplative reading of the scriptures intended to help us grow deeper in relationship with God in the way that God is revealing God's own self through the scriptures. One of the ways we read the scriptures is by joining in this practice that has been stewarded by the monastic tradition since the third century. Lectio Divina historically has four parts or movements as we make our way through a passage of scripture. Lectio, Meditatio, Oratio, Contemplatio, or in English, reading, reflecting, responding, and receiving. To these four traditional movements, we add a space to get ready on the front side and some time to review on the back side. For more resources and an overview of Lectio Divina, please visit us on our website at theabbeycolumbus.church. Before we begin, I just want to mention that I think some of the questions posed in this particular Lexio exercise might require a little more time than is normal. So, again, just a reminder, feel free to pause at any point if you need more time. So we begin at Invocatio. And just remember, the goal here is to clear a space where you can be attentive to the presence and voice of God and then free to respond and ultimately be open to receive whatever gift he might be offering you. Now, you want to make sure that you're in a physical space that supports your desire to be attentive to God. Once you've done that, then take a moment to be quiet and notice any thoughts or concerns that come to mind. Some of these may just be simple distractions that you'll ask the Lord to hold on to until a future time. Some of these thoughts might represent significant circumstances that in a way define your life right now. And with these, acknowledge that this is how you come to God and welcome Him if He likes to address those conditions or circumstances during this Lexio exercise. So take a few moments now and present these things to the Lord. I know that you've chosen a quiet place, you're in a receptive posture, and you've gathered whatever resources you need for a meaningful and transformative encounter with God through the scripture. So today, I would like you to invite the Lord to join you in the space that you have thoughtfully prepared for the two of you. In your own words, invite him now into your time and space.
in the final part of Invocatio, sometimes I like to ask God for the grace needed for this time to be meaningful and transformative. And sometimes I'll, I'll ask for grace to be attentive to the text and the spirit, as well as grace to comprehend what the text means for my life. And then grace to respond with a resounding yes to whatever God's revealing. And finally, grace for an impartation of divine life, of healing and empowerment, for the truth of the word to take hold in me. So I'd like you to take a few moments now and tell him what you need for this to be a really meaningful and transformative time for you. Do that now. This brings us to Lexio, where we read and carefully listen to the scripture. As you listen, be sure to pay special attention to words or images, memories, impressions, feelings, or reactions that rise up in you as you hear the scripture. Today, I'm reading a condensed version of the story from Genesis 33, verses 1 through 4, and then verses 12 through 19 in the New Revised Standard Version. The Lord said to Moses, Go, leave this place, you and the people whom you've brought up out of the land of Egypt, and go to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, to your descendants I will give it. I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go up among you. Moses said to the Lord, See, you have said to me, bring up this people, but you've not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, if I have found favor in your sight, show me your ways so that I may know you and find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. The Lord said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And Moses said to him, If your presence will not go, do not carry us up from here. How shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight 
I and your people, unless you go with us. In this way, we shall be distinct, I and your people, from every people on the face of the earth. The Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing that you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, Show me your glory, I pray. And the Lord said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will will proclaim before you the name the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. This passage is rich in meaning Yet, I want to frame it in a particular way for this Lexio exercise. I see that God is offering Moses and his people a lot. He's offering them freedom from oppression. He's offering them a place of their very own as a people. He's offering them deliverance from and safety from their enemies. And on top of all that, a life of nourishment and abundance. And so the phrase, a land flowing with milk and honey. And yet, in essence, Moses is saying that if all this does not include God's personal presence, then he doesn't want it. For Moses, it's God himself that makes his life and his people's life truly rich and unique compared to everyone else. And apparently, because God does know Moses by name and his favor does rest on him, God says yes to his request and he agrees to be personally present in his life. I don't know if Moses is emboldened by the promise of God's presence. But then he asks for God to reveal himself in his glory. That is for God to reveal his very nature and essence and all of its brilliance in a personal way to Moses. And wouldn't you know it, that with a slight adjustment for Moses' own benefit, God is delighted to grant Moses' requests and to reveal himself in a powerful and personal way to Moses. We're at Meditatio now where we reflect on the meaning of the text. What do we learn from this? And particularly, what is the significance or implications for our own life? What might be God's specific invitation or offering to us as we read and reflect on the scripture? Here's a question I'd like us to consider. Being as honest as you can, what difference would it make in your life if you didn't or couldn't consistently engage with God on a personal basis? Take a few moments and respond to that question.
This brings us to oratio. This is our opportunity to respond from our heart to God in light of what we have learned from the text and what God seems to be inviting us to or offering to us. It's a chance to put into our own words what is rising in our heart, a chance to express ideally our desire for what has been revealed to become true of our own life, to take root in our life. And we ask for that in oratio. So here's a question. Based on the confidence that we gain from seeing God's immediate and affirmative response to Moses' request, what do you want to ask of God in terms of your own knowing, engaging, and experiencing of Him on a personal level? Take a few moments now and tell God what you desire from Him. And so we come to contemplatio. In a way, this is God now responding to our request, to our prayer, to the longing of our heart. And it's a chance to receive from God, to receive some impartation of grace, of life, of healing. This is about God's gift to you, his response to your desire. We can't make this happen, but we can notice what God is saying, what he's offering, what he's stirring in us. So what do you sense God is offering of himself to you? in terms of relationship and the experience of his presence in your life. Take a few moments and answer that question.
so finally we come to Operatio. This is simply our opportunity to consider a step that we might take to lean into what we have learned or have received from the Lord. Is there some simple thing that's come to your mind or that is inspiring you to do so that you might improve the quality of your relationship with God and for Him as a person to be central to your life. Take a moment, identify that, and resolve to follow that after this session. As we wrap up this time together, if you have a notebook or journal, I encourage you to take a few minutes on your own to write down what seems important to you from this Lexio experience. And you might also ask yourself, is there anything I can share with others? Something some others can help me with or pray with me about what has transpired in this Lexio experience. Let's close in prayer. Lord, I ask that this time with you and your word would give me wisdom for my life in you. That it would draw me into deeper union with you. Form me more fully into the likeness of Christ and free me and empower me to partner more effectively with you and your mission. Amen.